0: the Lord. My name is Natasha from Love's Cure Ministries. Thank you for joining me. Today we will be continuing with our daily devotions. I'll be reading from Psalm chapter 2 entitled, The Messiah's Triumph and Kingdom. And the passage says, Why do the nations rage, and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces, and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath. And distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance. And the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. From reading this passage, we are reminded of the fate of the raging nations and the fate of those who trust in the Lord. Those who trust and have faith in Messiah are called blessed. We are reminded of the promise that we are an inheritance to the begotten Son, the Beloved of the Father. We know that in this life we must endure we must be strengthened by the tenacity of our endurance in pursuit of great faith. We have seen from our fellow brother in Christ, Abraham, the father of a people that are numbered more than the stars. Oh, what great faith he had, and we could learn something about faith from him, about the love that he has for the Lord, his obedience to go, not knowing the destination, but enduring the rough terrain the bumpy road adhering to the instruction of the Lord being faithful to go we can learn from the great example himself our Messiah the King of Israel whose blood is the atonement that we may Dwell with him and the Father eternally. Through him his eternal kingdom is established. His endurance has completed the work that he had to fulfill on this earth. He has not done away with the law of God. He has absolutely confirmed it. He has shown that he truly is in the Father and the Father is in him and they are one and they are unified. How could the Messiah ever do away with or abolish the law, which is the instruction, which is the Spirit and truth of our Father. Out of love, He glorifies the Father. And therefore, in glorifying Him, He completes His work here. He fulfills the Word, He fulfills the promise of the Father, the prophecies are in completion of his glory. He is the great testator. And he has given instruction. We see that even in our government, there are judges. But we too are judges in our lives. Because we choose right and wrong we know the difference between right and wrong but we know that in choosing and in knowing the difference we have to judge righteously and how can we do that if we are not in a posture of humility to be teachable that we may understand the holy standard of god How can we know what sin is if we don't know what righteousness is? If we don't understand the law of God and his commandments, then there is no way to know what sin is. And so as saints, we are grateful for the word of the Lord because he has set his standard And he has been so gracious in love and tender in mercies to teach us his standards that we may be able to stand in the midst of his throne in that great day. The Lord says that the raging nations plot a vain thing. And we see that many people hold things of this life so dear to them even above God. And in that is the vanity of life because we know that all of the things of this world, even the earth itself, are going to pass away and a new earth and a new heaven will be established, an eternal earth. So we cannot afford to place anything any person, place, or thing above the creator who sustains each and everything in our lives. Through the Holy Spirit, we have to reverence the Lord. In honoring him, we have to fear him. We have to respect him. And in respecting him, we can then learn what true love is because God is love. The word says, blessed are those who put their trust in him. And if we take a moment to remember our brother in Christ, Peter, he was faithful to trust in the Lord enough to get out of his boat and step upon the deep waters. And he shows us through his example That when you take your eyes off of Messiah and you start paying attention to everything around you, even in a world filled with chaos, that you can start to sink into those deep waters. Those rushing waves and rushing winds can take hold of anyone. But Messiah, the Lord our God and King, was so merciful and loving and kind and faithful that he pulled Peter out of deep waters. This is a mirror image for what the Lord does for us every single day, whether we know it or not. He protects us from ourselves, from vain ambitions, vain imaginations, He protects us against those who are not of him or or who are not in line with his word, whether they know it or not. He protects us against each and everything that is not good for us, and yet he turns every negative thing into a positive. So we have to remember that truly blessed are those who put their trust in him. He will pull us out of many deep waters. He will never leave us nor forsake us, and indeed, He endures with us to the very end of the age. The Father makes a promise a promise of giving us, His people, as an inheritance to His beloved Son. He has declared that even the ends of the earth is the possession of our Messiah. And how wonderful it is to know that although there are judges and kings and nations upon the earth, they may not always do the right thing. They may not always say the right thing. They may not even have a heart to do the right thing. And sometimes we may see an inkling of them acting in a way that appears to be righteous. But we know that the one whom we belong to will always do the right thing because he is the righteous judge and he is the eternal king. And this is why we should be joyful. Joyful in honoring the Father and the Son and loving them just the same. Let us be unified with the Father and Son, just as they are unified in one another. What a great honor and a privilege it is to be engrafted into the olive tree. And so, as we meditate on this word, I pray that we will remember the Messiah's triumph and his kingdom because it is a true testament to his eternal promise. Blessed are those who who put their trust in him. And we are in that fold. May we ponder and remember these things through the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me and until next time. Bye friends.